The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Human design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum human design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. All are welcome. We're glad you found us. Unity Online Radio. The voice of an awakening world. Discover hope and healing from the other side. Welcome to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Hey, everybody, it's the first Thursday of the month. I cannot believe it's July already, can you? But the first Thursday means that the guest today is me and you and my guide, Sanaya. I'll be taking callers today. The number for calling in is 816-251-3555. Answering your questions about spirituality, the afterlife, this life, our life as souls, Uh, Please, no personal, personal questions like you'd ask in a reading. This is something that whatever your question is, the answer would apply to everyone. I know you all love these shows. I do, too. And so we're going to be doing twice a month starting in August. Thanks so much for your great feedback about these episodes. So I'm going to do a little talking before we bring in the first guest. So thank you to those of you who are waiting. First, I want to tell you that uh, we're on tour, as many of you know, Ty and I are traveling around the country in our RV, our big bus, and we just came from Missouri. We're now in Colorado, so we had to go oh, a couple days travel to get here to Carbondale for an event that I just had last night, but we had some bus repairs to do in the Denver area, and they took twice as long as we thought they would. In fact, crossing Kansas and Colorado took two days and we were billowing out black smoke from the back of the bus that is what we call not good (laughs) and uh, I actually got a text from somebody who was at my retreat in Missouri who said was that you I passed on I-70 I texted back and said are you kidding me how would you know that was me there are a lot of RVs out there and she said well I recognized your car with the bikes on the back of it we tow a car behind the bus she said and you were billowing black smoke all over the place and I groaned and I said yeah that was us so we were getting a little discouraged because the techs couldn't figure out what was wrong with the bus and we had to get to Carbondale and it's on the other side of a a few really big mountains and there was no way this bus was going over the mountains i was feeling a little bit uh anxious but dealing with it pretty well i'm going to be sharing some lessons from that and my monthly mentoring coming up tuesday night if you want to join me for some some great lessons from the spirit guides but i sat to meditate monday morning and i said to my guides you know tomorrow is my 25th anniversary with ty the day after that i have this big event in uh, carbondale 
I'm really holding out the vision that everything's going to be okay. And you know what happened? I saw this image so unexpected of our bus with wings on it. (laughs) I was sitting at the wheel driving and the bus just literally flew over the mountains. I was so excited because the visual was very unexpected. I knew it didn't come from within my limited consciousness. That meant it came from some higher being with a bigger picture than I had. I shared it with Ty just as the technician came out and said, I think we have you good to go. And we took turns driving the next day. Ty did most of the driving, but when I was going up the first really big mountain, Literally, the bus flew over those mountains. Well, maybe not literally, but in our human terms, it's just so cool when we know that we can trust higher consciousness to guide us, when we can tune in for answers. And that's one of my goals for all of you, to learn to ask the questions, not of a psychic, but of your own higher self, your own team of guides, and just be open to the ways that they give you the answers. So before I take the first caller, I promised a friend of mine who listens to every episode that I would address a question she emailed me. She thought it might be kind of deep for this show, and normally it's something that I stay away from talking about, but the guide said, let's address this in a way that appeals to everyone. So before I get to her exact question, I want to back up a little bit to another issue that's very much related, and I know you all will relate to this. I received an email from somebody who follows my work, and I could tell it wasn't directly to me. It wasn't personalized, but it had several links. It it was one of those, thought you might be interested in this email. I clicked the first link, and it turns out that all of the links were about health issues related to taking the COVID vaccine. So I've practiced very hard lately Whatever the issue is, to stay neutral, to have the soul's perspective at anything that comes into awareness. So without judgment, I opened that first link, and it was very interesting. That's a phrase my guides taught me to say to anything. Isn't that interesting? It keeps you in that neutral state so that you can be open to anything. Now, At first blush, I thought, ooh, if this is true, this is not good because it was all about health problems, health challenges from taking the vaccine. But then I noticed down the left column of this email, every single link, every single article was filled with doom, gloom, and everything's going to hell attitude. And I knew right away, no balance. So this discussion is not at all about the vaccine. This discussion and what follows is about how we can come to our own decisions about anything by taking the higher perspective of the soul. You're a soul right now, discerning with the heart, how does this feel and seeking balance So all I did was immediately close that email because the overall feel was one of imbalance. And this I have found with just about every topic these days is our biggest challenge, finding news, finding information that we can trust. And what I've found is pretty much these days, the only thing I can trust is higher consciousness. And that's a challenge for all of you when you're not 
connected clearly to your guides. So how do we become more clearly connected to higher consciousness? First, we have to clear out the fear. We have to clear out our conditioned human thoughts and all the BS, and that stands for belief systems. So this discussion, as I now answer my friend's email, is all about finding balance, seeking a point of view that comes from wholeness, and always being aware of what point of view is the information you're looking at coming from, and what is your point of view as you look at that information. I hope this is helpful to you. As I go into the friend's question, she said that a friend of hers had asked her what she's been working on lately. And she asked if she was familiar with the Illuminati, the Cabal, the Deep State, etc. I hear, I read these words, I personally, Suzanne, and was familiar with them because I've looked into a little bit of these issues when other people have brought them to my attention. But the fact that these three items came in succession, all of a sudden what came to me was there is an energy that goes with all of these subjects. And it usually is one that's laced with fear and negativity. I'm not saying that's wrong. I'm just saying I notice the energy. So my friend said, she continued talking a little further and her friend's stopped her saying she only wanted to talk about positive things. My friend said, although I like being positive, this person turned me on to some very serious business at the end of last year that blew my mind. What an education I've had for six months, taking pages of notes because I knew I couldn't remember all of this. I've learned about the pure evil in the world by some of the elites who are being fought by the good guys. And it went on and on like that. She talked about child sex trafficking, ETs, and other things. Can you all feel that all of these do have a very low vibration? So this is where we say, what is truth? How do I know? Well, one of the questions that I've dealt with so often from people is, how do we know what's real? And truly, reality in this earthly realm is relative, meaning based on your personal experiences, based on what you've been taught, that becomes your reality. There's only one underlying absolute reality, and that is pure consciousness from which all experience arise. Some of us would call that source. Others would call it the force, the the field. That is the one unchangeable reality. Everything else is experience and is a relative reality. So if I had been bitten by a big dog when I was young, my reality would be that dogs are scary. That is real to me. Somebody else who only knew goodness from a dog would say dogs are wonderful. So that would color our reality throughout our lives. So where we put our focus becomes our reality. But that is a specific point of view. So just pay attention into your heart of where you give meaning to these things. So are these issues that my friend has spent six months focusing on real? My human answer is, I don't know. I don't know because when I tune into all of those things, what I feel is drama. 
What I feel is negativity. What I fear, feel is fear. And the thing is, these issues can suck you in very quickly. I'm being shown by my guides a vortex that just goes down. There's no doubt in my mind that the thought forms that surround this are very real, that there is a mass consciousness that gives this power. Now, if an issue comes into our awareness, if we become aware of something like sex trafficking and we have an opportunity to act and make a positive change, absolutely give that your energy. But if all you're doing is reading about these things and feeling that drama, can you feel how there's actually an attraction at the human level to that? Somehow negative negativity somehow feeds us. It's exciting. You can feel the heartbeat rise with that. Do you have an, a chance to affect change? Choose one item. And if you can, change that. Focus on that. If it's really your calling to work on that, you'll know it. But as a whole, are you getting sucked into the drama? So one way we can know if it's helpful for us to get involved is... Notice the feelings that come with these things. Is there anxiety? Do you feel hopeless? Are you judging others? Is it destructive? Is it focused on material things? Does it come with a lot of pessimism? That's going to really pull your human energy into the lower chakras of the human body. The higher chakras are what connect us to the spirit world, to fresh insights, to fresh solutions. That's why those who say, I want to remain positive, focus on things such as finding, seeking knowledge, understanding, being helpful, being of service. You can be in both. You can be focused on material things and find that balance to be of service in all situations. So, I'm not going to spend a lot more time on this, but when I feel that energy, when people have sent me emails that get into that spiraling down drama energy, I feel that by turning up my light and focusing on the positive, I can then go to my guides and say, is there any way I can help now? If not, I am not going to buy into the mass consciousness. So, Louis, can you still hear me? Okay, I feel like I got cut off there. Alrighty, so that's just a way of help. Uh, hopefully, I can help you all with that if you've been struggling. If we can't know the absolute truth, then let's focus on the positive that allows us to get fresh insights from those with the higher viewpoint, and that would be spirit guides and higher consciousness of our own soul. Always go to the heart, which is the balance point between the lower human chakras and the upper chakras that connect us with the spirit world, and ask, does this resonate with my soul or my human side? If you can take action, take some. If you can't, Seek true knowledge and set it aside to work on your own soul. That's just the viewpoint from me and from my guides. And as always, if you find it helpful, use it. If you don't, just set it aside. I just share it with you with so much love because a lot of us are just afraid to talk about these things. And in the past, I have not even want to brought it up. Bring, I have not wanted to bring it up because they're such hot topics. But at the same time, if that's proven helpful, that's wonderful. 
All righty. Enough talking by me. My goodness, that took a while. Char, I'm going to bring you on. I noticed you were waiting even before the show began. So welcome. You're on the air. Oh, thank you, Suzanne. Okay, so I've been following you for like the last year now, and you are like the missing key, I feel like, to my spiritual path. So I am very grateful for your teachings. Um, This is kind of piggybacking off of what you just said, actually, which is interesting. So I'm struggling with seeing unity and connected with connectedness with my family members who are very much stuck. I'm not talking about my immediate, like my mother, my sisters, like I'm 42. So those people um, that are very much stuck in their old belief systems in old paradigms. And I feel like when I get in their presence in some form of fashion, whether it be over the phone or one-on-one, I get pulled into this kind of separateness too, you know, Mm -hmm. unconsciously or maybe consciously. So, and I'm really struggling with that because I want to clear this out. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to have that feeling when I get get around them or leave them. So I wanted your advice to see how did you work through this? Like, how do I work through this? How do I get past this? Yeah. So this is such a great question because so many people that start to see with the more holistic view have challenges with family members who who aren't where they are now. And, And this is such a great opportunity to practice being both human and the soul. And it really helps us practice awareness of our own thoughts because truly that's the only thing that we can work on. We're not here to change them. So it's really great to start visualizing how you're going to feel when you're with them as far as what point of view again that you're going to take. Am I going to take the human role that we're so used to playing or can I be both that role of daughter, sister, whatever I am, family member and a soul can I see them as a soul playing a role it's really cool to look at this like a simulator and we all as souls stepped into this relationship simulation to see how we'll do in dealing with each other if you can take that higher view right there it actually becomes kind of fun instead of judging Mm -hmm. them It's like a game. Okay, this is a simulation our souls are playing. So I'm not going to let them push my buttons this time. I'm just going to flow with this. Inside, I'm going to smile with this loving, I know what's really going on here attitude. And we're just going to see how this unfolds. But each time they might push my buttons, this time I'm going to know, ooh, this is a test in the simulation and respond differently. So if you visualize it beforehand, just set the intention. I'm not going to feel superior. I'm not going to feel judgmental. I'm going to observe each moment, tune into my soul sitting outside the simulator and say, hmm, what's the best response now? I'm not here to change them. If I can only change myself, can I kind of laugh inside, send them love and just say, all right, we'll just flow with this. How's Mm. that? I love that. It feels peaceful even me visualizing it in my own head of how it would play out and that's yeah. the goal the, I love the peace yay yes that is <laughs> in fact goal. my, my thank assistant you so Bev, much um, oh my gosh I love went, you I love you I love you so much you are an amazing and so is your husband and your whole circle so thank you it's amazing everything you're, doing you're welcome for this world, thanks for Char this world. Okay. all right Bye. I'm going to take 
I'm going to take you off the air now for now, but I just want to tell everybody that uh, my assistant Bev ran into some long ago old friends and they were um, talking about, they were gossiping and talking about things that just didn't feel right to her. And she said to me, Suzanne, I had to get in my hot air balloon and go really, really high to get that bigger picture. So these things come up all the time and they kind of show you where you are on your path. and, And it becomes fun and a challenge to say, can I not fall back into the old ways? So I hope that's helpful for everybody. Forgot to mention at the beginning that I always do a drawing at the end of these call-ins, and I put everybody who I talk to their name on a little piece of paper, and at the end, somebody will win one of my online courses. So, Shar, I put your name on there, and we'll go on to the next caller, who is Marissa. Thanks for your patience. Hello. Hey, you're on the air. Say hi, hi, everybody. (laughs) It's okay. Hi. Yeah, my name is Melissa. That's why I wasn't sure if you're talking. Oh, no wonder. Okay. (laughs) It's okay. We're we're good. Um, I'll change that. I'm thrilled to talk. I'm thrilled to um, talk to you. I started following you last summer. Um, Someone close to me passed, and it just kind of sent me, you know, spiraling through this spiritual awakening, so to speak. So I found a lot of comfort in your your talks and your podcast. I'm glad. Um. I have a question. Um, so I've heard a few mediums reassure people that their um, their pets are waiting for them on the other side, which is sounds lovely. And I I don't not believe it, but to me, like the obvious follow up question would be, um, what about like horse, uh, like um, cows or sheep or pigs that we eat? And not just eat, I'm not like saying eating meat is wrong, but that, you know, we, uh, through factory farming, don't treat very well. And if these are like conscious organisms that, you know, organisms that have a consciousness that also survives the body, um, obviously for me, it's just provide, uh, it's caused me to to pause uh, in discerning like what I I should eat. So I was just wondering if... Go ahead. Uh-huh. May I jump right in and answer that because yeah. I don't want to run out of time here before the break. And um, this question has come up and we've asked my guides in the past. And it's so cool mm-hmm. because last night I was reading something, can't remember what it was, but it validated from another source exactly what I had discerned from the guides. And that is that if an animal takes on a distinct personality, all animals, all of us all arise from that same field of consciousness I was talking about earlier, the light of consciousness. So we are all the light in expression. But when we have a personality, we have a field that's recognizable of consciousness. So your pets with their personality, their little traits and and quirks that you would know, you recognize them when you cross and meet them again. And when they drop in and visit us here, which they do, I won't go into the stories of visits from our animals, but absolutely, we do hear from them. But your question is about those other animals like cows and sheep and pigs. Great question, because cows are the specific example that my guide Sanaya gave us, that animals like those are also the light of consciousness, but not individually recognizable. Those souls return to, in our human terms, what we would call the great cow soul. One big energy of a pattern that's recognizable as a cow. 
and would be recycled and come back again and again, that same energy. So the great cow soul in the sky is really funny to me, but um, that is the example that was given. However, here's an interesting tidbit. In a mediumship development circle, a dear friend of mine, Colleen Smith, brought through the soul of a pig. With certain traits and memories, this pig wanted to share. And it turns out that that pig was a family pet of someone else in that circle. So in this case, the cat, the pig even gave its name. I was ready, the pig, and totally recognizable by the woman. And that pig came back to say, even though it did become food for the family, oh my goodness, that was a traumatic event for this woman. But the pig came back to say, that was my mission. It's why I came to earth. I didn't suffer at the soul level. And I've always been with you, even over all these years, and gave evidence of an incident that happened right after it passed when it visited that young woman in her bedroom as she was clutching her doll. I mean, that to me is really astounding evidence about how the soul can be both a family pet and also part of a greater soul. Does that make sense to you? Oh, okay. Yeah, that's interesting. So kind of through connection, um is how maybe they live on, they're more likely to live on in an individualistic kind of way, so to speak. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. It's all about that connection. Did you have a specific connection with a certain animal? I will tell the example of our little Rudy, our red dachshund who passed in January because it's just so uplifting. Our, uh, we say goodnight to our dogs every night. They sleep on Ty's right side. And not too long ago, one of the dogs walked across our legs and stood at the left corner of the bed. And we both went, oh, no, because that means they have to go out again after we've already gotten in bed. And I said in the dark to Ty, which one is it? And he reached over to his right side and he said, Suzanne, they're both in their normal places. And we both yeah. thought, oh, my God, it was Rudy because he used to do that all the time to, to actually – Feel him walking across our legs when neither of the other two dogs had moved was so beautiful and so affirming. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Thanks. That gives me a lot more to think about. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, thank well, you thank so you for much. your call, Melissa. Okay. Bye. All right. So we only have about uh, 45 seconds till I have to go to a break. So I'll add on to that. I believe I shared this in my last uh, monthly mentoring webinar, but if you didn't attend that one, uh, just shortly after that happened to us, our friend Beth, who is a veterinarian, heard from clients of hers that their dog, right after they asked for a sign, gave a shake of his head and his her ears always used to flap and make this very noticeable sound when she flapped her ears every morning. And both the, the mother and the father in that family heard it at the exact same time within seconds of the mother asking for a sign. The father didn't know she'd asked for it, yet they both heard it. So our pets are still with us, and I know that's so amazingly comforting. I can't believe we're already at a break, but I will take nothing but callers when we get back, and I look forward to talking with you.
Human Design is a system that offers profound insights into your inner self and how you interact with the world around you. Quantum Human Design takes that process one step further, allowing you to become the architect of your own reality. Join Dr. Karen Curry for Elevating Your Life Script, a weekend workshop where you transform your life by crafting intentional narratives, May 24th through 26th at the Omega Institute in Rhinebeck, New York. Learn more at eomega.org slash thrive. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome back. You're listening to Messages of Hope with Suzanne Giesman. Everybody. Oh, I love these call-in shows. I love feeling connected with all of you. I'm sitting here cracking up because actually, you know, with modern technology, I can do this from anywhere. And I'm actually in my RV and I have my two little babies next to me. And Rusty is lying totally belly up, upside down, all four legs splayed apart. It's just hilarious. You got to love these animals, huh? So next caller, Kyrie, are you really calling from Estonia? You're on the air. Yes. Yes, I am calling from Estonia. (laughs) That is amazing. Well, welcome to the show. How can I help you? Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for the latest uh, videos on YouTube, uh, the Sanaya sessions. I really enjoyed it. It was really good. (laughs) But my question is a little bit tied to your introduction. It's about uh, hermits or eremites. And uh, when a hermit has no interaction with other people, but uh, he or she is at the level of uh, high energy. Do other people still benefit from the energy that this hermit is emitting? Well, that is an excellent question, and I love that my guides answered it without me even asking, and they just gave me this great big lip twitch. Those of you who follow my work, who've ever seen me channel or do the Q&As, they twitch my lip to say, we've got this one. And they said that it absolutely does make a difference because the higher energy that comes from that constant presence, being in the moment, focusing on positive vibrations and sending it out in service to the whole, which is what we were talking about at the beginning, truly does make a difference. So there is a lot to be said for positive thinking, but at the same time, through relationships is how most of us have the opportunity to raise our vibration. If we don't know that, we can just keep going at it and insisting we're right with each other and not getting anywhere like a hamster on a wheel. But if we can say, I can be in relationship, shine my light brightly and don't have to go to a hermitage or sit in a cave, then I'm going to just live this life to the fullest. So many blessings to those who have a life of dedicated service to the whole through their prayerful mindfulness. But at the same time, we came here to be fully human. So whatever is your calling, however you're called to serve and turn up your light and that of the whole, it's all good. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're welcome. Thanks for calling in. I love that. 
Estonia. How awesome is this? Back a few years ago, the guide said, you will be using the internet to connect people everywhere. So yeah, we did put a few uh, sessions from held in the last month online on my YouTube channel. And I'm also going to be putting a whole bunch of short clips from the retreat online. We'll have another one up in just a couple days about the power of prayer. Jennifer, welcome to the show. Hello, it's a pleasure to speak with you. We, we just love having you here. What's up today? Uh, my question is, uh, how do I heal, self-heal a spinal condition? How do I approach this? I am... Um, it's a bone issue, and I've asked for help from guides. I'm using your meditations, and uh, I raise my vibe. Do uh, I've, I've visualized white healing light, blue healing light, um, spread emanating love and light, and I'm not getting answers or help from guides, but I, I did get and I don't know if this is what it was. I I, I got awakened pre-dawn like two days ago because of a very strong, almost uncomfortable vibration that moved up my legs into my stomach. But it because I awakened at that point, it didn't go past my stomach. It almost felt like I was re-entering my body mm-hmm. from wherever I was sleeping. But what is the approach to self-healing? Okay. So as I tune in for insights on this, and this, I love this, that even though it's a personal question for you, the answer applies to all of us. Once again, it goes to wholeness. One method is to see yourself as whole and completely aligned and everything in balance. If we focus on just one physical issue, we may be missing other things that are contributing to it. So focus on overall health and ask for the healing to go exactly where it's needed. So because the theme today seems to be about point of view and wholeness, that's within the human story that you're living right now as a soul. Seek wholeness, seek balance, ask for the greatest good for your whole body. But here's where we run into a challenge. At the human level, we don't always have the whole picture. My friend Brenda, who passed, received what she thought was a healing of her cancer, And yet she passed to the other side anyway. So her cancer was not healed. But what was healed was her energy body. So we don't always know what constitutes healing for us. I'm not in any way saying that your issue is going to lead to death. But I'm saying that what may not be a healing for you may still be part of your soul's path. It may lead to other opportunities. So this is where we take the higher perspective and say, all right, this is what I'm faced with now. If it's leading to great frustration in me and a fear like a feeling that I'm failing, then there's an opportunity to heal that. Can you accept what you have yet still aim for wholeness is a good question to ask. Can you flow with this condition? knowing that everything is temporary, continue to focus on balance and alignment and notice where you might be out of alignment simply with your attitude towards it. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm getting. How's that feel? That makes sense. Yeah, thank you so much. 
Oh, you're so welcome. And we just, all of us send you light and healing and may it just result in exactly what is best for your soul right now. Okay. Okay. All right. Thanks for calling in and take care. Bye-bye. All righty. And next caller that I see, I love having you all call in, is Colleen. Welcome to the show. Um, hi. Um, I, this is my first time on your show, but I came through just not that long ago through uh, the astrology person. Um, and I actually um, didn't know who, I thought you had a guest when they said there's a name and a medium. So I thought that's what was going to be happening. And I know that you asked you need <laughs> us to ask more questions that are for the, for the audience, not for personal. So I'm actually curious, who is the channel you work with, and then I can ask the question because it is something that I've not heard so far mentioned, yeah. and I don't know if it's a good okay. thing for me to bring up here. Yeah, for since 2010, I've been channeling a group of guides, a collective consciousness called Sanaya. And when they first gave me the name, I looked it up, and it meant eminent, distinguished, and of the gods, also one worth knowing. Years later, I found out that Sanaya is also a name that means flash of lightning. And I got on this path after my stepdaughter Susan was struck and killed by a flash of lightning. So it's, it's a great wow. name. But the group is made up of various beings of higher consciousness who come and go depending on the questions that are asked and on what energy we need at any one time. So you can go to my website, SuzanneGiesman.com, and go to special sessions with Sanaya, and anybody can watch those okay. channeling sessions, feel their energy, read the transcripts if uh, you have trouble following the words, and uh, it's just... Then now I have the proper... I think now I can ask the question because I didn't okay. know if the audience would be appropriate... Um, I, uh, heard what you had to say about all that. Yeah, I agree with you when it comes to a lot of what's going on. If it's in fear, you don't want to tune into that. You don't want to add your energy or your spirit to it. Uh, and right. what I was wondering is, um, I know you also mentioned that, uh, for the humanity, um, but there are, I, I believe a lot of us who are not just human, we're hybrids. So what my question was, uh, what, uh, can, I guess, people, the part of all of us who are human, uh, what can we do? I sort of have the answer, but I want to see what your, what Sanaya has to say, your, the, group, the collective energy that's coming through you. Um, mm -hmm. What can we do as humanity to, um, I don't want to go into duality by saying about high vibes, because that's sort of saying there's low vibes. So, neutral, and even neutral is not enough, and I know that joy is a uh, a feeling, and it's also an emotion. So I know that it's not easily described, so I'm hoping that they can describe it better. Um, yeah, and it's just that there's nothing wrong with saying that we're in duality because we as souls, and that would be this this one, the channel, Suzanne's personal definition of a hybrid would be absolutely acknowledging we are light beings in a human body. That would be a hybrid. But we ch willingly chose to enter this world of duality and to say that I'm not going to give power to either the positive or the negative denies our humanity when there are so many opportunities that come from looking at both sides. But what we can do is set the intention to go 
to a place of more and more unity, oneness, consciousness. And the best way to do that is to come up with an analogy, a metaphor that works for you for simply being, just resting as pure awareness, which involves letting go of all stories, letting go of giving meaning to things, if only for one minute a day, two minutes a day, just to rest in that energy of just here I am with nothing coming after the I am. And what does that feel like? What does that engender? That state of just being is where we meet all others, where we're, where we are that perfect point of consciousness, which is challenging to experience while in a human form because our conditioned thoughts will continuously arise. But anybody who puts in the effort to simply be for just a few moments a day radiates a higher vibration that makes a difference here and now. That makes sense. I actually sometimes go places and I just feel like I'm holding energies and I'm not thinking, I'm not, you know, um, I don't even know what I'm doing exactly, except that stuff, <laughs> like just being sitting there and that's it. Just to holding witness. sacred space. That, that's, yeah. uh, when I first heard I that never, term, yeah, holding sacred space. Thank you for the words. Space. I couldn't think of, I can't, it's so hard for me to come yeah. up with words. I'm not a good, you know, orator. <laughs> so that, <laughs> that, that's probably why it's good that I could just be. I don't have to say a that's word. Beautiful. That's thank beautiful. Thank you so much. You're welcome, and I encourage all of you to check out one of my most recent videos, Sip of the Divine, S-I-P, stands for Sit in Peace, and I think we've up over 25,000 people have watched it. To me, the image of 25,000 people and more by the day, sitting in peace, that's Sip of the Divine, for three minutes a day. Wow, even that will make an exponential difference in the light that's shining among humanity. We can all be those change agents, so thank you. All right. I love this. I mean, it may sound Pollyanna when we're just mired in the drama of our human lives, but there's a reason we're tuned in right now because it feels good it's because it is aligned with our deepest nature beyond the human. Let's move on to another caller. Celeste, welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. Can you hear me Hi. okay? I do. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate the, the work that you do. And I love the uh, Rudy story you told earlier. Oh, yeah. That was um, really, really cool. Yeah. Uh, my Absolutely. question um, also relates to pets and um, just kind of the nature of suffering. Um, I feel like I, I understand that, you know, a lot of our human suffering has a higher purpose um, some in some ways, and we learn from it and grow from it. And I'm just trying to make sense of, you know, when a beloved pet suffers at the end of their life, and is there, you know, some kind of purpose for them to go through that? Hmm. You know, as, oh, okay, my guides are just showing me the mountain bike analogy that I was given years ago that Life is full of bumps, roots, and rocks. It's inevitable that suffering happens here, but we do learn from it. In our case, we feel compassion when we see suffering. It jars us into wanting to help, to change, to serve, to love, to connect. It's not 
that pain happens on purpose. It's built into a system of duality. Where there's darkness, there's light. Where there's pain, there's there's no pain. It's just, it cannot be avoided. So we use our heart, we use our soul to find ways to serve and lessen the pain. So accepting that this is how things are and then asking for guidance of how to minimize that is one way of flowing with things. And then, again, going back to the focus of point of view with this program, go to the soul's point of view and truly know that as a soul level, all is well, that all pain and suffering are temporary, doesn't make it less painful at the time, but to hold the vision that at a soul level, that soul is fine. Now how can I help? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it helpful. comes from this connection with thousands of souls, both human and animals. What they have given me with evidence that I am connecting with their souls, that they are fine. That gives me great trust in sharing this with you. Okay? Thank you so much. You're welcome. All righty. Let's move. I could talk on and on and on about that right now, but I'm hearing take another caller, so we will. Let's see. I thank all of you for calling in. Sue in Florida, welcome to the show. Hi, Suzanne. Thank you for taking my call. We miss you in Florida. Saw you when you were uh, at the uh, Villages uh, when Mavis's book came out, Drop of the Gob. Wonderful book. Um, thank you. My question I'm hoping um, can help other of uh, your listeners in my same situation. Um, I had a very cohesive family, my brothers and sisters and parents. Um, unfortunately, my parents have passed away, um, and a situation has developed. Um, I have pretty much separated from my brothers and sisters, uh, largely um, because my one sister during the recession decided to supplement her income in the drug trade, and okay. I felt that that was... You know, that's her choice. Um, Mm -hmm. However, uh, she was trying to be sly and keep it secret. And I think she realized I was kind of catching on what was going on because we were, you know, very devout, straightforward, upright Mm -hmm. Catholic family. And that would be against, you know, our Mm -hmm. principles. Um, So this situation, now that I have, I mean, I, I, she kind of lowballed me. She basically, she caught on that she knew I was suspicious of what her and her husband were doing, and um, she lowballed me and clipped me with a, a character assassination, basically saying that um, I was mentally ill, which I'm not. Um, so long and the short, moved away from her. Unfortunately, my other brother and sister seemed to take her side because I I don't want to come out and say, hey, you know, I need to protect my child and myself and I don't want to deal with that. However, I feel like I can't seem to rise above that when I try to find the higher energy that it keeps bringing me down. So, and then the, the second part of my question is, what about the karmic debt that she's incurring on herself? I mean, can you speak to that as well? 
All righty. It keeps bringing you down. Is that because you keep going to it and thinking about it? I miss I miss what my family used to be. Yes, and I this miss, is where my brother. This is this is where going to the past brings us pain. Going to the future brings us fear. Being present with what is helps us find peace. So this is reality. This is your reality now. Fighting what is your reality brings suffering. So acceptance and flow is what our guides speak about over and over and over. It doesn't mean you like the situation at, at all. But if you can say, this is where we are, now how do I deal with this? Wow, so much more peaceful. So what a beautiful thing that you made a personal decision that honors your heart, that you had the courage to stand by that, hopefully in a loving way, feel compassion for everybody involved, grieve what has been lost, because that, that is a real thing, the relationship you have, but stay present with that. Allow yourself to feel it and say, if I can accept simply that this is the way things are and just find compassion and ask for the next steps, then you're going to move forward with peace and flow. So watch your thoughts where they take you to the past, the what ifs, I wish, the shoulds, all of that. Notice that and just let them go and say, guides, what do I do right now? Focus on the heart and send love. Again, we're in the family relationship scenario in this simulation, the simulator of life that we as souls came here to be. So take that point of view and just say, that was a tough one we agreed to. As for karmic debts, the soul knows what it's doing. The soul is fine and may say, well, from your sister's point of view, might have made some choices there that aren't very helpful to the to the soul. Soul's a lot, being able to shine. So hopefully be able to work on that before things take a worse turn. And just send her love and know that that's her path and her soul is trying to, it's best to get through to her human awareness, but that doesn't always happen. Does that make sense? Okay. Yes, it does. Okay. Yes, it does. Right. That that takes a lot off of my shoulders. Thank you so much. <laughs> I, I greatly appreciate all your help. And thank I you for think, everything you I think you today's do. message from wonderful. Sanaya was, was all about that. The Daily Way message today was exactly about that, that we cannot change our loved one's paths. It was about children, actually. But really, it applies to, you know, we, we feel so responsible for our family members. And they're each souls on their own path. We can do what we can to help. But ultimately, how are we dealing with that? Are we allowing our life to shine? Watch our own thoughts be present. Accept this is reality right here. I don't have to like it. But... Once I accept it, the wall comes down, and now I can get fresh insights from the guides. Thanks for calling, okay, and sending lots of love to all of you and your family. Thank you so much. Take care. You're welcome. Bye-bye. I believe we have time for another caller. There are several of you waiting, and I do apologize. I won't be able to get to everybody today, but I do have time. So let's go to Laura, who's been, who's next in line. Hi, Laura. Hi, how are you? And thank you for taking my call. Um, I've heard you talk several times about people coming through when you're doing readings to make apologies. I was wondering mm -hmm. if you have any experience and or advice 
with people here needing to offer apologies to people. Oh, absolutely. I do. What I have learned so clearly is we are always connected. Anytime we think of our loved ones, talk to our loved ones, that cord that binds us heart to heart just lights up, activates that connection, and they are here in awareness with you. So people who think I didn't get to say goodbye or I didn't get to say this or that are not aware that that connection remains alive. So you simply go to the heart, think strongly with beautiful thoughts of love that connect you still, and say, I would like to apologize for whatever it is. Send that telepathically, say it out loud if you want to give it a little more oomph, and just trust that it's felt. If you really want to just take this another step say if you've heard me loud and clear please give me a sign in the coming days and you can even ask for a specific sign knowing that they will put the sign to ask for into your awareness because they know you're going to come across that does that make sense it makes sense i'm just yeah i'm struggling to find like a, a way to make a meaningful apology when you've said to people that they should you know, make the apology and ask for a sign. Have you had experience of people coming back to you and saying, oh, yeah, that worked, I got that sign? Oh, I know my loved one heard me apologize. Uh, not in the specific case of giving an apology, but of asking for the signs, that definitely happens. Be aware that, that if there's guilt with your apology, that may block outrageously you from sense. I'm sorry? It's outrageously huge, the guilt, yeah. Yes, and so that can block your awareness of the signs coming back to you. So the most important thing is the trust issue. Once you state it, you don't need to do it over and over again, but then ask your guides to help you with the guilt issue. That's that's just part of being human, and it's a huge lesson for you to forgive yourself for being human and know that we always do the best that we can when, you know, wherever you are in your path. So compassion for yourself and understanding of why an apology is felt in the first is necessary in the first place is is very important. Parent yourself in that way, in a loving way, from the soul's perspective. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate that. You're welcome. All righty. Well, my little alarm went off. That means don't forget to make the drawing here. Oh, some deep issues today, and just hopefully I've helped you all to see from the higher perspective these human suits we put on do not come always with all the answers or or um, easy issues so i'm doing a drawing here pulling out one of the names and char you're the winner so if you contact bev through my website on the contact page she can help you choose which course you won today all right well all of you I love you so much for calling in. I hope they've helped you to see you get to choose your perspective, human, soul, or the biggest picture possible at any one time. All of them are valid. Which one brings the most healing and love? My love to you. See you next week. Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
Hey, it's Radley Valentine. Join me for a brand new way of connecting with your angels on my new podcast, The Angel Tarot Show. Each week, you'll meet your angelic guides and guardians and find new ways to unlock unconditional love, tune into your intuitive abilities, and create the joy-filled life that, well, you've always wanted. Plus, you'll get a useful and timely energetic weather report, bringing you guidance for the coming week. Tap into the healing, hope, and guidance that's all around you on the Angel Tarot Show exclusively on mindbodyspirit.fm.